everybody, welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. This is episode 46. It is July 17th. I don't know about you and where are you again? Louisiana, Alabama, Louisiana? I'm Louisiana. Louisiana. It is hot as crap here. It's like 108 degrees. Yeah, it seems same. like. So listen, like I said, this was episode 46. My name is James. I'm the host of Parents First Gaming and my amazing, beautiful co-host, Miss Kia Kane. Kia, how are you? Good, good. So the house, <laughs> we did just record this. If you're watching this live, you, you get a second update. But, but what's, the, what's yeah. the breakdown on the house? What's going on? Breakdown on the house. Flooring started today. Um, and he's already got most of my, most of our master bedroom done. Um, so that's good. He plans on having it finished along with our laundry room and our living room, um, almost completely done. Um, everywhere else should be, uh, and then he plans on being done by Thursday with everything. All the flooring will be in by Thursday are his plans. <laughs> um, so it is moving and trucking along. So we're looking at a move-in date around August. Sometime in August is what we're thinking. And then you were telling people you're going to be taking a break because you hate everyone. I don't know. I do not Wait, know. isn't that what she said, Azzy? I love everybody. She said, I need to take Aww. a break because people are mean to me. <laughs> no. Adzi makes sure nobody's mean to me. <laughs> Um, no, uh, so when we do go to move and stuff, I will be taking a week or two off, um, of stream and the podcast, um, so we can get everything moved in and, and ready and settled down. Yeah, that's what I heard too. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> if your mod does not troll you, are they really? Yeah, I think, I think that it's, that's a, uh, a must for your mod <laughs> needs to be a troll a little bit, but little no, bit, we're, yeah. um, we're definitely going to be sad when, when you take your break, but we're super excited for you to get in there. And I know you talked about uh, your stream room is going to be ready to go. Yes, I yeah. will have my stream room, so we will be good to go. Are you going to put up I'm fancy lights and everything it. before you get in there? Um, yeah, I've got, we, my husband actually has been looking at lighting for me. He's actually looked at, uh, getting me a separate mic. Um, he is, he has been like looking and didn't even tell me until he was like, Hey, look, go look at your wish list. I put some things in there, um, that I think would work for you. And I was like, wait, what you've been looking for? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, I think he's just as excited, uh, for me as I am. So nice. Yeah. Hey, I'm listen. I'm, I'm excited for you. I just want to know: Are you going to be like that kid that went viral a couple of weeks ago when people were like, "Who's this person that killed me?" They looked him up and they realized he was like 12. And every time he killed someone, he turned his entire back behind him like into a rave. He'd be like hitting the buttons. It was like, bing, 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 <laughs> and like smoke and flames and fire no. shooting all up. Like, are you getting crazy? I, no, I probably won't get that crazy. <laughs> no, thank you. No fires in my house, please. <laughs> I could just imagine Kane, hey, Mom, what's this button do? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen, I know that kids, they see it one time, they're going to be like, let's do it all the time. Listen, yeah. someone in chat says perhaps, so maybe we are yeah. uh, leaning that way. Oh, I can't wait okay. to see the, yeah. the finished okay. project. Yeah. Yeah. Your wish list just got, some, that up, got some stuff <laughs> added to it. <laughs> Add some ventilation so it's like a big flame comes out of the top of your house every time you get a kill. Oh God, yeah. My neighbors are gonna love me. <laughs> I mean, for me, my neighbors would never. My neighbors would never be upset because I don't kill anyone in Apex. So, <laughs> no, I would have to do it for every time I got killed. That'd be the got only killed. way everyone's oh. gonna get to see the party. 
I'm so bad. So bad at that game. Um, so let's jump into our topic a little bit. So yes. episode 46, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, being parents versus gaming, Xbox consoles in the classroom. Uh, an article yes. came out that kind of blew up, something, a story that got picked up on Reddit. And we'll read through the article here, and then we're kind of we're going to discuss kind of our thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear from the chat, hear what hear what you guys think, and uh, we'll just kind of see where the, where the topic takes us. So, over on Game Rant, uh, and of course, this article was brought to our attention from our researcher, which is uh, Quick, um, which is someone that we do a lot of gaming with. He does a lot of uh, back end research and finds some stories for us for the uh, podcast once in a while. So he comes across this one. So on Game Rant, and uh, credit to goes to uh, the person that wrote this was Kevin James Billings, uh, teacher using 20 Xbox Series X consoles and Game Pass to teach English. Uh, so we'll go into the article real quick here. So <clears throat> the educational system is always looking for ways to modernize, engage students meaningfully, and make the classroom experience more convenient for the students and the teacher. <clears throat> COVID-19 saw an increase in this as the pandemic meant teachers and students were interacting digitally while, which was difficult, has been opening new doors for teachers to use the digital space in their classes. One English teacher took this to its extreme by turning to video games, teaching their classes with the use of 20 Xbox Series S consoles, a handful of Nintendo Switch systems, and one PlayStation 5. The Reddit user that goes by Anonymous Serial Bowl, because of course they do, is the teacher in question who shared their console hall and their early plans for the video game-centric class. As mentioned, the hall largely consists of Xbox Series S systems, most of which are the standalone systems and at least two Fortnite bundles connected through Xbox Game Pass, along with multiple Xbox controllers and battery chargers. Anonymous Serial Bulls Hall also included four Nintendo Switch consoles with the multiple Joy-Con and wire controllers and a Horizon Forbidden West PS5 bundle alongside a DualSense controller and charging station. I can already see all the people upset about this are just people that couldn't get uh, a, a, their hands but on a console, consoles, right? Get the consoles, yeah. 100% so that here on Reddit, they talk a little bit more. Anonymous Serial Bull, which is the teacher, again, uh, on Reddit says, they were open with commenters, many of whom asked, what the intent of the class is, how the class was approved, and how everything was paid for. Regarding the class, the teacher said it is a senior-level English class effectively teaching video games as literature and will see students play games and analyze the narratives of said games. As for the other two questions, Bull said, uh, Anonymous Serial Bull said the school is a Title I public school in Oregon with grant money used to help pay for the consoles after the school board was convinced by the teacher that they can teach literary concepts like the hero's journey and unreliable narrators through video games to try and improve student engagement. Uh, here it says most of the comments to Anonymous Serial Bull's post other than questions were largely positive about the idea of the class and encouraging. Some added the teacher may want to reach out to Microsoft and personalities like Xbox's Major Nelson about promoting or supporting the class, though the teacher hasn't gone into detail about doing either. As mentioned above, teachers are always looking for new methods to engage their students in ways that are new but still reinforce the class teachings. Narrative, in particular, is an area of games that has improved over time thanks to better technology and more creative storytellers entering the space to create games like 2018's God of War 
or It Takes Two, both of which feature narrative themes commonly seen in literature and film. Only time will tell, though, about whether the class proves to be a success or not. Uh, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I, I hope the person uh, reaches out. For those uh, listening to this, whether it's recorded or live or you're on the audio, there is going to be a link in the description for this article. I'd love you guys to go uh, and and give uh, Kevin Billings a click on this because he is Uh-oh. the one that wrote up the article and is bringing uh, attention to this teacher. So oh. big props on that. But Kia, your first thoughts when you read something about this, what do you what do you think? Well, I was kind of curious as to how and what they were doing to use it as. And then I was reading that he was actually doing it for a literature English class. And I was like, wait, what? How is that going to work? But I can kind of understand it because he was playing. Um, he was basically having games that were more of the story based mm-hmm. um, games. So being able to. So I, I can understand that from that aspect. Now, if they were doing something that was like. Apex Legends or Call of Duty or something to that effect. I'm like, okay, now you're just bullshitting, but all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when he's when I was reading the games that he was listed for, like that he was using his or having his kids play, I was like, okay, well, that 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 I can understand because they're actually having to go through the story and actually having to listen to the narrative and pay attention to those things. So. I think it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious as to how it's working out for him. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would love to be able to. Um, and we'll, honestly, we'll ha- yeah, we will have to uh, keep quick on top of this because he's going to have to follow up on this and look for some yeah. look for some research in the future to see see if there's uh, any follow uh, or what people yeah, say. But you know, it's, really at first, it. it's funny that you you were like, "Oh, I wonder what kind of games." But when I first saw the headline come before I even clicked on the link. A quick sent it over to us on on Discord, and I thought, is this some classroom? And you know, like English people go over to China and, and teach kids English, so that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, oh, a, yeah. you know, from a country that they're teaching anyone just to speak English in general, and they were going to use video games because it would help interact. And I was like, oh, that's going to be yeah. cute. But when I started to read the article, I was like, oh wow, this is like a U.S. school. Yeah, and you which know, which is I've, even more interesting yeah and and i agree with you after reading it and then my thought is okay literature and then i started thinking about okay what did i you know i'm older obviously so the books that we read my my final couple years of school are much different and a lot of younger kids start reading more advanced stuff today but i remember things like of mice of men of course at the end of junior high then you had like the giver and you had these stories and these books that you were tasked with reading. And then it it was true, whether it was um, uh, the Odyssey. So you went through all the Greek, you know, the hero side of things, or um, uh, like the givers about a utopian society and things like that. Being able to take that into a video game, because we talk about this all the time, how the narrative in video games is, can be really expansive and, and really intense. And it is just like some movies or, uh, a book, obviously. So them to be able to like feel like they're playing through the story, and then I'm sure they've probably got to write reports and the, the same stuff as like reading a book and then doing a book book report. But they've got to break all that down. But the only yeah. way to go through the story is to play it. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think that has a chance at like really creating student engagement, and I, and he I think it really give can. Them the Dragon do. Age series. Oh. <laughs> Listen, you're that story you're trying to is kill so somebody. Intense. Yeah. 
Listen, I don't know. I mean, that's the other thing too, right? I mean, it's a school. It's a public school, so the rating on a game is definitely going to matter when it comes to that, especially when school funding and everything is involved. Yeah. But simple things, like they mentioned, It Takes Two uh, is a huge narrative to it for such a simple game. And to be able to break down, um, maybe, maybe the story is all in art. So maybe yeah. it helps them break down how art can be used to tell stories. So now when they, you know, now you're taking kids that would go to an art museum and look at a painting and just say, well, great painting, might look at it completely different because they're learning the art side of things. Uh, I think there's so much potential in, in what they do. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just like it, it was anything. Kids, all kids learn differently. Nobody learns the same way. You know, some some kids are hands-on. Some kids are not. It's just how they how they work. I was more of a hands-on person. Like, I needed to be... Yeah. Like, I needed to do it to be able to learn how to do it. So, um, I was thankful that I did actually have a few teachers that were like that and knew that about me. And so, um, I was thankful for that. But not, not, not every teacher is in, in public school, especially is like that and will cater to you. So it's nice that, that they're using different methods to teach kids. But I mean, educational wise, I think it's kind of neat that they're doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, there are educational games out there for, for any parents that are looking to maybe, maybe your kid, um, you know, cause sometimes let's face it, kids forget things before they go back to school cause summer, blah, blah, blah. And if you do have a kid that likes to game, you can, there are some educational games out there that you can download for your, um, gaming consoles that you can have your kids play um, to just kind of keep their, their brain fresh before they go back to yeah. school. Yeah, I, especially a lot of games adding puzzle elements to it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe it's just a simple game. I know Peppa Pig is one, Paw Patrol is one. Paw Patrol, yeah. uh, It's interesting to see, like, they're, it's like, I mean, uh, we, just recently the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out with a new game. And when I was a kid and there was a Turtles game, mm -hmm. listen, it was one, it was hard. One was good. The re there was a lot of bad games. But the fact that this like cartoon that I was watching on television, I could play it yeah. and live in that world. I mean, and, t and today, I mean, these kids are playing something like Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig. It literally looks exactly like the television show. That's even way more advanced than, than when I was a kid. I, I'm sure it just kind of loses their mind. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, our, in our day, it's just yeah. pixels. <laughs> yeah, and then when they add, when they add, you know, the fact that they put little puzzles in these things, they're Never learning mind. without realizing that they're learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that can go a long way. Now, as far as the older kids, again, I, I want to get back to, to kind of what Kevin Billings was alluding to how this can really change things. And it's nice on Reddit that for the most part, people were very supportive and positive. But Just Kia, Kia as, a, as a, well, hey, listen, they got to defend their video game thing. So they don't want to crap on their own, their own genre, right? You oh, know what I mean? I you got to mm -hmm. think they're smart sometimes. They, they stick together when they have to. But so my thought, and I know the US Bobber, I wish he could have been on this episode. He just jumped in the chat. As a parent... Mm -hmm. you hear you're sending your kid to school and their literature class, their English class is going to be a hundred percent done through video game storytelling and narrative video games. What's your first thought as a, as a teacher, as a, as a parent sending your kid there? Parent? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I would probably question it, but I would also be like, I would be curious. I would want to know like, 
I would want to know, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? What, I would want to know more than just, oh, your kid's playing video games. Okay, well, what? Like, what games are they playing? Why are they playing them? I would, I would probably just question the teacher and ask. Mm -hmm. Now, Bobber says in chat here, um, uh, Jay says, nothing should ever be taught with a singular format. Now, based on the article, um, field trips, book, games, projects, et cetera. Based on the article, Jay, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I don't, it doesn't say this is the only way that he's teaching in this class. He just said, yeah, it, it doesn't say that it doesn't say, so it could be that this is just one of the ways of teaching it. I don't, yeah. it doesn't, I, I, I can't, I can't say that it's strictly the only way, like we're doing literature. We're not reading any books and we're just going to play video games. Nothing says there. Um, but I, I agree with what Jay saying here. He says field trips, books, games, projects, etc., must be well-rounded to cover all students. If it is supplemental, then it's great. And, and I would agree with that. As much as I love video games and I want them to be mainstream and, and for people to get off the reading a book is different than playing a game. You're not going to get the same out of it. it. It's not that they're not different. I understand you, that. You can. It's that you, you can. can get I'm, the same things can. out of it. And like and I you like can. what Jay's saying. Well-rounded to cover all students. Maybe mm -hmm. the person that that would that will lie if they've got to read three books in school, they're going to go get the cliff notes and try to watch every movie or documentary on it. They'll spend more time watching movies and documentaries and reading cliff notes than they will actually would have taken them to just read the book. Yeah. And then half of it because it's you know it's a movie, so it's not like the book. The teacher already knows they didn't read the book, so they didn't yeah. do it. But maybe that student is going to do great uh, playing with the story game. The story game. And mm -hmm. they're going to be able to break down and do a book report on that. And that goes back to me saying every kid learns differently. Yeah. So, I so mean, I will say uh, me as a parent is as much as at first I'd be like, Oh, this is awesome. Super excited for my kid. Um, I would want to make sure that everything's being covered. I want, I do want my kid to be able to read. Maybe that's yeah. why they got the four Nintendo switches. They don't even talk in those games. It's just subtitles for everything. They're like, <laughs> right. blah, 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 and then 200 lines of script, you know, yes. you want your kid to read and they're, they're, they're six years yeah. old and they're, they're annoying you that they can't read only give them Nintendo Mine. switch and only let them play Nintendo published games. Right. Because they're going to be like, dad, mom, I, I don't, what's it saying? I don't know, son, maybe you should read. Maybe Learn to read, and then you can understand what it's telling you. Exactly. Um, figure it out. <laughs> I think Jay's all excited. He 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 wants to play the Battle of Carthage or uh, do a <laughs> the Odyssey, the Odyssey in VR, um, which would be which would which would be pretty cool. Uh, hopefully, they update the graphics based on the old movie. Um, I'd love <laughs> that. Now, uh, as far as from the teacher's perspective, uh, Kia, what would be your if, you've, if, you, if you are the teacher and you've got a parent coming mm -hmm. at you that's completely against this and like, listen, let's just be honest. We all know there's that parent out there that's probably rushing to the school board trying to shut down the class. 100%. Um, unfortunately, that's just how people can be. They, they, it's their way, no way, and maybe it's an old school way. How, yeah. What do you think the best way is for them to help them understand that this is a good, is a good Avenue have them, if if it's if it's possible have them come sit in the classroom have, have them come sit in the classroom and watch as the teacher teaches and if they have questions during it they can like a student raise their hand and ask or after the class ask the questions you know like it's there's there's nothing wrong with new ways of teaching and learning mm-hmm 
unfortunately, a lot of people are very close-minded. And the only way you can really get to those people is if they'll do something like that. You know, okay, well, ask them to come sit in the classroom and be like, well, I really want you to understand where we're coming from and how this helps. Um, because like, like everybody's like, I was saying earlier, every kid learns differently. Maybe that one kid, like you said, that would literally go watch movies and read cliff notes instead of actually reading the book will do better with something like this and will actually actually learn and achieve something and actually get a better grade doing that than yeah. if they would being forced to I'm I'm not I love to read, okay? As someone who lo- I love to read. I've always loved reading, even as a kid. But when I was in English class, I absolutely hated being forced to read a book. Because you didn't feel like reading that particular book? I did not I did not like being told what book I had to read. I didn't like it. It 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 irritated me. So a lot of times what I would do is I would skim read. So for those of you who don't know what that means, it's literally like you just pick you just <laughs> literally like you just go through and you read really fast, but you like pick out the like the highlights of it. So I would skim read all the books because I couldn't stand being forced to read the book. Even if it was a book that I might have picked up on my own and yeah. read it, I still wouldn't do it because I was being forced to do it. So I was definitely that kid. I, I couldn't stand being told that I had to read this specific book, um, even though I loved reading. So for someone like that, it might work for them. They might learn. They might do better. So, I mean, as the teacher, I would just ask the parent if they had questions to feel free to come sit in the classroom and watch it work, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And it, uh, it, it, it was the same for me. It was, I didn't mind reading as a kid. And I think had I not been, I think I had been presented a little bit more with books from my, whether it's my parents or just the opportunity to go out and pick any book I wanted. We never really Mm -hmm. went to like the bookstore and you know, Barnes and Noble or something like that and walk in and be like, okay, we'll buy you anything you want. You just pick whatever book you want. It wouldn't have mattered yeah. if it was a sports book or maybe it was a video game follow-up novel or it could have been related to anything. Maybe I would have read more, but my experience with reading, it was the same. It was, you have to read this and you have to have it done by in two weeks and you've got to have a, you know, 10 page report and you got to break it all down. Um, it just, I was like, no. Nope, not doing it. I'm watching yeah, the movie, okay. or I'm going to read the last page. Or most of the time, I just asked a friend to uh, tell me what happened, and then I wrote. Yeah. I was I was pretty good at writing, so I just kind of made up my own. I was mm-hmm. very shallow on what actually was in the book, with a <laughs> lot of my opinion to it, or why nice. I thought something was this. <laughs> so I would find like three main topics. And that's yeah. what I would base my even in going into my senior year. That's what I would base my stuff on. I would get A's all the time they say the writing was great, but I would just focus on like three things and then talk about why I, how it related to my life or something like that. So I always did a different spin, but I can, uh, you know, now granted back in the late nineties, um, Jay, uh, Bobber, who's, who's in chat right now, or somebody in your chat might be able to test to this. There were not really, I mean, the biggest story driven game I can remember back then was Oregon trail, which we did play in school. But there was no, like, hardcore narrative-driven game that we could break down and do this. So I think that's something else is is you've got to look at how the 
the times are evolving and they're changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can take a four-year-old off the street today and can probably use an iPhone better than we can. Uh, that's yeah. all they know, right? Um, I was laughing. I took my son, and and we get we get trained without realizing we're being trained. And, and I noticed this, Timmy died from dysentery. I died a lot from dysentery in Oregon Trail. There was a lot of grave sites with names that I, with names that I, my grave site said a lot of bad things. I had to change the name a lot because I didn't want to get in trouble from the teacher. But, you know, with, with technology and the way we just, the, the things, the things that change. Uh, I was, I took my son, uh, uh, my fiance and I, we took my son, he's, he's a little over two, took him to the aquarium uh, yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. And as, as you go through the aquarium, it's like almost like an indoor zoo slash aquarium, but every exhibit has like a big tablet with the picture. And then it's, it like, just kind of like naturally changes graphics and talks a little bit about, then it even has a QR code on it. You could scan with your phone and you could get more information or listen to something, which is cool. But I was standing there and I watched this lady with her son. She was a little bit younger. She's probably mid twenties. Um, with a little, little kid she had, I'm assuming son, but she went to four different exhibits and I just kept watching and I was confused. And every tablet she went up to, do you know, do you know how she tried to interact with them, Kia? She oh, put no. her hand on it and then tried to like blow it up like a picture. And I was like, wow, we're like, we're like trained. We're trained to assume that like, if I see this picture on this tablet, I, that I just should just whoop. be able to go over and, <laughs> And like enlarge it to see what this thing looks like and then shrink it back down or swipe or whatever. And she was like tapping it, trying to swipe it. And then she put two hands on it and then she would go to the next tablet. And I was just like, this is like, I, I didn't have the heart to go over. Hey, that's not how these, how these work. I mean, these look like old screens that have been, you know, been there since for the last 20 years, something very simple, but probably as long as she's been alive, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but it just, it really got me to thinking how, how times really have changed and we are trained to interact that way. And someone that's older would never think to put their hands on that and, and enlarge it. They'd be like, Ooh, had to use a magnifier. You're yeah. right. That type of thing would have been so great for where's, where's Waldo. (laughs) Like been able to just, yeah. Kids be cheating. (laughs) Where's Waldo then they'd be like, taking screenshots and putting it on their phone and then blowing it up. Um, I haven't done that recently at all. I promise. Uh, (laughs) Listen, cheat to win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Michael Jordan said that. Um, Okay. (laughs) So back, back to the, the classroom. How could you see key? You're say this is super successful. Maybe somebody Mm -hmm. goes in there and it's not, and we're talking the literature part. Of course, yeah. we can put video games in the school and we can go down to the, you know, game design and art design and all that's completely different mm-hmm. genre and class. And, and that's its own thing. Yeah. But in relation to whether it's a math class or whether it's spe- specifically a literature class to break down stories and really mm-hmm. dive into the story side of things. Can you could you see this evolving into something bigger? Uh, you know, 10 years from now that it be, it seems, it seems to be a, a regular thing. Maybe it's a class type thing. And for those that say, Oh, it'll never be like that. I think if any of you tell me in the United States, at least in the nineties that you didn't have to watch the movie glory and then do a report. Then I don't, I don't know, uh, no book about glory, but with Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman and Matthew Broderick, we watched the movie about the civil war. And then mm-hmm. we did a report on it. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, 
kids recently where I, I've coached in, in high schools, they do the same thing. They do watch movies yeah. that aren't with I books, and then they do a report. I, so could you see video yeah. games re- getting into that mix? Yeah, I do. I mean, do we, we've been doing it with movies for a long time, actually. Um, it's just part of the way technology has grown and times change like you said this things change we have to you know go along with the times and if this is i think it'll be good um as long as it's kind of like regulated and making sure i mean honestly and that's kind of on the teacher you know to make yeah, sure absolutely. that they're they're doing what is right um and not just letting their kids goof off and not yeah. actually pay attention um so i think um i think it could be you know, if it's done right, I definitely think it could be, and it would be very helpful for some of those people, some of those kids. You know, and I think it's a it's a in a in a roundabout way, bringing this to light and, and seeing how much attention it's gotten. It's it's funny enough. It's like for the last year, we just see a lot of wins for Xbox, and if we get back to the video game side of things, not so much the the parental side of things. But it's like another another feather in the cap for consumer friendly side that Microsoft is is trying to get out there and, and boast this image, and I can totally see them jumping on this bandwagon really quick and trying oh, to okay. to help out the classroom and trying to be there and and just not just a couple of weeks ago they were talking about the different kid games and the educational side of their for younger uh, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox was just doing that. Of course, they've got the adaptive controller for any, you know, whether it's a handicap or special needs uh, type, not just kids, but adults as well. Um, and that yeah. works with any consoles, not just an Xbox exclusive adaptive controller that they have. Uh, it can work with anything, PC, PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox. So it, it's just interesting to see that Xbox kind of continues to find these niche ways of of really... I guess the best way to put it is putting themselves into a mainstream that's not just the video game side. Yeah. Uh, they've got their Game Pass, and now you can get Game Pass on a, on a Samsung television. It's an app on the Samsung TV. Oh, wow. uh, you don't even need the console anymore. To constantly to do this, you really see how Microsoft is coming at this from a completely different angle, right? And and again, this just seems to be another another story for them where they are trying to be more than just your average video game console like a Nintendo or PlayStation. They, they really want to be mainstream everywhere, which was something, obviously, they tried to do with the Xbox One. They wanted it to be the all-inclusive entertainment system, yada, yada, yeah. yada, um, which blew up in their face. But I think, I think they missed the mark, and it looks like this, this round they are hitting the mark, and, and that really is just, just getting their name brand in the face of as many places as absolutely possible. So they just it, want your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, um, don't let them fool you. Yeah, they yeah really of course. Just at the end of the money, the they end don't of the day, really care about anything else. Just like, I mean, at the end of the day, of course, of course, it money. is. You know, yeah, of course. At the end of the day, it, it is a business, and, and that's how how it works. But it's yeah. interesting just to see all the different avenues that that they've attached oh, yeah. themselves to. Yeah. Um, they're going for world domination. Yeah, don't, me, don't mind. I mean, they're not the ones <laughs> trying to make a metaverse, so <laughs> they're just like uh, sneaky about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could turn out could turn out to be that way. You know, I, I uh, dread the yeah. day that Phil Spencer leaves leaves uh, Microsoft and <sighs> and Xbox. It would be uh, it's going to be a scary day if someone comes in there and is dictator and is not the uh, 
great public speaker and trying to make everything all about the gamer and about the person and yeah. not so much about the company. Um, <laughs> Microsoft is the same like Dorothy Mantooth. I, I read that in your chat. <laughs> um, so some, some closing thoughts here, Kia, what's, We've kind of talked through a little bit of this. You think this is a, a win for the video game industry and, and the nerds, as we say, like us? I think us, so. Towards I think the so. people as that are anti-video game? Um, yeah, I think so. As long as it's done right, I think it, it, it will be, for sure. I'm, I'm curious as to how this is going to go, though. So I definitely want to be keeping an eye out. Yeah, this. yeah. Like I said, it'll be... I am curious. I'm with you. I, I want it to work. be handled properly. Like, this teacher has definitely opened up a can of worms that if they don't do it the correct way yeah. can really put a, a black, a black eye to the, to the video game side of things and people that actually care and are constantly like us. We, we do try to educate and, and let parents know that there are some positives and benefits to it. And yeah. I would hate for somebody to come in and next thing, you know, we're reading a story six months from now, how they got these things school funded and all this going to be literature. And all they played was call of duty Warzone and apex legends right. the entire time. You know, they're, it's uh, I don't want to hear about how they're breaking down the story in those games. I know that yeah. there's a little bit of story. I'm not trying to hate on anyone that plays those games, but it's not. Oh yeah. Not yeah, the but same. it's not. It's not the same. It, yes, it's not the same. There is lore behind Apex Legends and Call of Duty, but it is not the same as what it is in those other games because it's yeah. not a narrative. It's not. You don't get to play through a story mission in Apex. That's not. Yeah, I'd it. love to. Uh, <laughs> and, and if anyone be in amazing. Chat, I'd love to think. Good. Can you think of any off the top of your head? I mean, they, in the article they mentioned God of War, and they, but I imagine there's there's no way, right? There's language, there's violence, there's nudity in some of those games. Well, okay, yeah. What but hold what on. kind of so story driven game? This is a senior game? class, though, right? Senior class. This is this is a senior class. So honestly, I don't think that language is necessarily going to be an issue. Of course, I don't, I don't know what really it's like in school today. Like maybe I, I dropping an f bomb every five seconds is no big deal anymore. Now, I mean. I don't think that it's okay to do it like just, you know what I mean? Like just talking to your teacher and stuff. I don't think you're, you're supposed to. I know mm. at least you weren't supposed to in my day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't, I think teachers still frown upon that. But um, I don't think that it's necessarily going to be an issue as in, oh my gosh, they got virgin ears. Let, let's face it, teenagers. So can you think <laughs> of a game off the top of your head um, that would be a narrative story driven hero style adventure like they're described, like the teacher's describing? Ooh. That would be school appropriate. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think because there's there's a lot of story based games. Um, Fable. I, I was about I, to say Fable. I don't, no, a I good don't one. think no. Fable's not a good one. Why is it not a good Half one? Half the game is going Why around is and trying to one? nail somebody so you can try to create a family or you can be completely no, evil it's or good. Not. No, it is not. That is not how. Maybe that's how you played it. That is not how that is. Not half the game. No, sir. I don't think so. There's a good portion of it. No, it wasn't. Next thing you know, they're playing GTA. They're playing Grand Theft Auto. Look how great this story is. To to get no no the the story part of it is phenomenal, and if you can play it. I don't know what Fable James is playing. I love Fable, but there's definitely knocking boots in those little cabins. Okay. Yeah. And you can get you got to get the person to fall in love with you. You get their hearts. Well, that's what high head. schoolers are doing too, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, we're off subject here. Touché. All right, um, uh, Fable actually wouldn't be a bad one. Um, 
I mean, I do like the It Takes I Two. Do, is It Takes Two is is would be good for them. Um, I'm trying to think. There's there's quite a few story games. Um, you know what? I was thinking. I was like, man. I was like, Spyro actually has a story behind it. If people are playing with it. Like, if you actually listen, like, there's a story behind it. I mean, that's it. where I talked about maybe the art um, story. You could get into that the would art be, side of things. That would be more of the art side of the story. Yeah. Um, I mean... Uh, there is... And there is... There's puzzles in it that you have to solve, so that would be problem-solving there, but... Um, I mean, Inside and Limbo <sighs> are are good games. You've got... Um, someone Horizon mentioned... Zero Dawn is a good one. I know he's, he's, he was talking about it, but it's the second one, from what I understand. They should play through the first one before. Yeah, I mean, he just bought the bundle. One. Well, they bought the, yeah. the their PlayStation yeah, bundle was I, that. Yeah, I know it was the PlayStation bundle, but I think it should be, they should definitely play through the first one and then the second yeah, one. Yeah, there's also some um, great indie games like Celeste, because that talks about mm-hmm. um, mental health and stuff, yeah. right? Isn't that what Celeste is based around? So there's a lot of independent games. Firewatch is another one. That I, I really think some of those smaller narrative—I mean, those are games they could they could get through in a couple sittings of that class. If the, yeah, if you imagine see, that's the another class thing. is about an it's, hour long. You're trying to think of games that would be simplified, like easier to just go through. Yeah, I do. I do think that kind of brings down to some of the some of the indie games, which. A, yeah, because a lot of the games that like Fable, Dragon Age, Horizon Zero Dawn, a lot of those are not ones that you can just be done within a couple of classes. Yeah, you know that's. I just started playing a new game. I just started playing a new game on Game Pass. For anyone that has Game Pass, whether it's PC or your Xbox, I highly recommend uh, this game. It's called Road 96, and it's got a political agenda to it. Not like it's trying to persuade you, but it's about teenagers trying to get across the border, like leave their country because of what's going on in politics. And there's, it's like a ton of short stories, but every time you play through it, you like have a different character and a different path and they all kind of have a bunch of little endings. Um, I haven't finished it. Uh, it looks like Adzi has played it, but, um, mm-hmm. I'm about a couple hours into it and it's nothing like I thought it was going to be, but it, it is really interesting. So I think something like that could be, could bring up a lot of debate and topics and you could, you could expand that more than just uh, the narrative part of the game. You could really take that into a lot of different directions in the classroom. So, so it's a, it, like I said, it's definitely exciting. Uh, Ender jumped in the chat a little bit, just saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Road 96 is, it's a, if you ever want something to play real quick on one of your story nights, Kia, that would be, a great game, a great okay. game to jump into. You could probably get through quite a bit of it. You could probably finish the whole thing in probably two streams, uh, okay. just because, uh, from what I understand, you want to play through it a couple times. Yeah. So. Okay. But it's short, and, e- and each little story is short. I mean, I'm talking like thirty minutes, maybe. Oh wow. That like yeah. that character kind of goes through their arc and story, and so you can really take you. I started to rush through some of the stuff and skipping the the subtitles and stuff, but you really should kind of sit down and enjoy the ride and, and really dive into it. But so I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm with you. I'm excited to see what this teacher does. We'll have to have quick, uh, keep tabs on this, uh, follow yeah, the Reddit story sure. and maybe we'll see, you know, of course it's summer break. I, I'm not sure there's school schedule up there, but sometime around Christmas, I'd love to revisit this and see if we got any kind of update on, on what they're doing. Hey, maybe, maybe we can even reach nice. out, bring the, bring the, uh, the teacher on, on an episode and, and get that a full rundown. Cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, so figure out. I we'll get, uh, yeah, we need to get quick to find out some information. We'll send out, uh, 
yeah. an inquiry and see if we can get them to come on the podcast. I think that'd be for sure. That'd be really great. That'd be really really cool if we could. Yeah, Kia. I'm curious. Start making calls. Start making. Calls. You're Why friendlier than me it? because I'm friendlier. Yeah. How? <laughs> How am I friendlier? Um, I think that's I think that's going to be the end of this week's episode. We'll we'll wrap it up right now. Um, Kia, thank you so much for coming by. Always. As always, I'm super excited for your house. I know you've been posting photos. It looks honestly, it looks really really cool. I really like the Herbert. Is that a new thing that you had for the new house? Yes. Uh, well, not not new new. Um, it there's actually a really funny story behind it. <laughs> If you guys want to hear, yeah, it. you can't okay. say there's a funny there's a okay. funny story. <laughs> so the pediatric dentist that I take Kane to, um, they ha- there's a lady there. Her last name is Abear. Well, she had had a sign made, and they misspelled her last name. They spelled it Herbert instead of Abear. So for those of you who don't understand that, Abear is only H E B E R T, and Herbert has the extra R in it. So. Um, so it's it's it, so a lot of times we get called a bear because people skip over the extra R. We live in the South; they're used to a bear. Yeah. So it was really funny to hear that a bear got misspelled into Herbert because it's like, what? How? Well, so they remembered that they had a Herbert as as a patient. So and the, her her the one of the ladies said, "Hey, we have a Herbert, and she's actually coming in today with her son." And so when I got in, they're like, uh, when I went in and they're like, Kane, I was like, yeah. And so they wrote down, you know, they scheduled me or they did that. And she goes, hey, that's the Herbert. And so Lady Coach, she goes, this is going to sound really weird. She's like, but would you like a sign? I was like, what? She goes, yeah. Um, so I had a metal sign made and it was supposed to say Bear, but it <laughs> says Herbert. And I was like, oh, she goes, I don't want anything for it. You can just have it. And I was like, I mean, oh, yeah, okay. it's, if it's no, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a free, I got a free metal sign that says Herbert. Um, when I went to the dentist office. <laughs> okay. That's for my son. So I was just like, Oh, okay. And we've been trying to think what we were going to do with it here at our house. And then when all this happened, um, we decided we wanted to put it on a wall over there. Um, cause this is his papa's old house. Um, so we're taking over it. And so this is kind of, um, we also had a little metal hummingbird that's going to go underneath it and we're oh, actually cool, yeah. put all the different Herberts underneath the Herbert mm. sign. So it can, and have his grandparents in the middle. So it kind of like, it's a, like a little bit of a commemoration to I them. I like it. I like um, it. since, uh, we're taking over the house. Um, but yeah, so it was like super exciting, but it worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> that they misspelled that lady's last name. So <laughs> hey, there you go. I got a free sign on the deal. It looks really cool for those that have seen pictures, or yeah. if they haven't, maybe you should post it in your chat a little bit later. Um, well, it's all in my Discord. All in my Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah Make sure you, you guys join her Discord. Join the bakery. Discord. So um, you can see all the updates. <laughs> uh, so you're not taking a break yet because you're not ready to move into the house. So where... No. What what what's the streaming schedule this like? What's happening? Uh, right now we're sticking to the normal scheduling as much as possible because I have had to have a few cancellations where I didn't stream a certain day. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just because um, one, either I wasn't feeling good, or two, I was extremely tired from uh, a lot of the work that we're having to do at the house, trying to get it moving as fast as possible. Um, we've been this house has sit for so long, um, so trying to get everything moving. So um, I have had to take a few days off here and there um, just because 
but um, I'm I usually stream Tuesdays, um, Thursdays, and Saturdays, and then of course the podcast on Sunday, and then a little after the podcast, I usually will just play a little bit um, afterwards for like an hour or so. But um, yeah, so you can usually catch me on Twitch uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. That's awesome. Well, for me, guys, uh, I'm the, the worst at trying to keep a schedule. I do try to stream on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And of course, we have the podcast Sunday nights. Um, the 3J Gamer, you can find me on Twitch uh, or TikTok or however you want to find something ridiculous or funny or make fun of us for our bad gameplay. Uh, lately, it's been No Man's Sky and a little bit of uh, the cycle and Tarkov sprinkled in here and there. Um, also, don't forget, we did... Um, partner with ID Life. So for anyone that wants a, a 10% discount on any of their products, uh, they have energy drinks, they have health supplements, vitamins, literally anything you can think of. Uh, a lot of really, really great products. Uh, all you have to do is go to parentsforsgaming.idlife.com. You'll see their entire store there. Anything you guys want to get, you're already in. Uh, there's no code needed from that point. You'll be on our site and just uh, pick out what you need that uh, is going to help you out. I've been using it for about a week now. I do feel like I have more energy. There's even like once you buy one thing, you can like fill out a survey and get some free vitamins and it sets you kind of on a path. They have a detox box. They've got a DNA box to help you figure out what you should eat. It's all kinds of different stuff. Uh, it, it really has... Um, started to help me quite a bit. I've, I've definitely noticed a little bit of change and not feeling That's so good. tired. Of course, I have added, I've added working out in the morning, Monday through oh, Friday with my fiance, which is very humbling because I'm not very good at it. <laughs> we did like, it's like this workout room and a sauna. Mm -hmm. So the first day was like Pilates. And I was like, isn't this just stretching? And then I was sore for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it just make her mad because I, I make comments like that, but it's because I it looks like it should be easy, yeah. But it's not. It's a freaking exhausting. Um, yes, working out in the morning is a great way to get the day started, and then I try not to go back to take a nap because it's like six thirty in the morning when we do this. So, <laughs> um, but it has been. It, it it is obviously it's it's been helpful. So like I said, parentsfirstgaming.idlife.com if you want to check out the store and if you see anything there, great. It does help the channel out. Um, other than that, thank you guys for stopping by. Check out Kia's stream. She's a lot more entertaining than I am. And go to her Discord to stay on top of that. That's the bakery still, correct? Yes. Yes, the All bakery. Right guys. Thank you guys so much. This has been episode 46, and we will see you guys next Sunday. Have a good rest of the night.